dude, dude, dude. Oh my god, it looks like it is your hometown house, dude. Remember when we spent that magical night in here, Caesar? Dude. Writing our first feature, what would become our first feature screenplay that nobody wanted to buy? The the Halloween one? The, the, the scary one? <laughs> it was quite Still scary, yeah. For a fucking film, to be honest. I think so too. I think we got so I think we we struck gold on our first dig, which is rare. Oh, look at Mr. Five Gallon, five gallon water bottle over here. Holy shit. Is that purified? <laughs> How many electrolytes? It is 8.8 purification. It's enhanced with Himalayan minerals and electrolytes. So I'm superior. <laughs> so I guess you could say I'm a little more hydrated than you'll ever be. Could say that I'm healthy. Good to see you, buddy. I'm, uh, this is another episode of ADFS for anyone who doesn't know where they are. Um, Jeremy and Caesar here for a little twofer California episode. Um, I'm in my hometown. Caesar zooming in from East Los, and this is just part one about what I think is going to be a, a genre pushing episode between yeah. the the format that we're that we're running with here. So we'll see how it goes, but I think that was a pretty good idea. I, I said I wish I could come down to thrift in the orange orange circle is so cool like there it's it's definitely you've been there you've been there or no yeah a couple times i think the last yeah. few times i've been i've had pretty good thrifting uh luck so yeah, i'm gonna go back street, street with it. i think that's where uh deluxe went oh yeah it's over over at that ways yeah there's i we should hit that up we'll hit up deluxe there's some like there's this one place that i've gotten a couple good uh pieces from and they i think it's mostly menswear it's like some kind of like um, you know those like like those dapper dans of Disney or whatever, and they're like those yeah. guys who dress up. So it's a little cooler than that, but it's like the same style, you know. Uh, so there's like the chains and the like um, the zoot suits and stuff and the fedoras or whatever. But they they re they like restore old clothes, and they always turn out looking pretty nice. And I found some good like cowboy shit. I've been finding up buying a lot of like Western wear recently. I don't know if this is something I'm conscious about, but every time I see just some like some kind of Western wear. Go to Landers, dude, if you want some Western wear. I know. I do check them out sometimes, but their their price point's a little out of my range, if I'm being honest. They do have some pieces that are like, whoa, fucking on the on the on the high end of, of the uh of the dollar signs, but you can find some gems. I mean, I like yeah, their their, their hats that they make from their own like brand, their hats, like their trucker hats and like their shirts are pretty legit. I've gotten a couple of rings from there a few times. Nice. Um, Speaking of yeah. pieces, I feel like I'm looking at a dime piece right now. You're back from the gym. Uh, you got a nice looking brolic as hell, man. We know your, it's been actually like cut four nice. fucking days or five days since I've hit the gym. It's um, Thanksgiving was pretty, oh man, so freaking nice to be up north, man, to switch it up. I was in Santa Rosa for Thanksgiving, man. How was that? How was the drive up and back? Was it Dude, very drive- Jack Kerouac on the road? The, yeah. the quiet night of America as your car's mm-hmm. roaring down the freeway, eating up the road under the headlights. I love like driving road trip. Like it's seven hour drive. I'm there, dude. I'm fucking there. I'm fucking yeah. there. It's something about pulling over to the side to, to get some gas and you're in this gas station in the middle of fucking like you would like, damn, like you look to your left, you look to your right and there's it's nothing. It's just something so peaceful about it. You get your, you know, your cup of Joe and, I don't know, dude. It's just so, it's nice. It's nice. I don't know how to describe yeah. it, but using those words, it's just nice, mm-hmm. mellow, therapeutic. Um, the drive up there, we took the 101 first time around because we wanted to see the scenic route, but we mm-hmm. couldn't see anything because it was dark. It was nighttime. By then. <laughs> Still but, scenic, um, though. You know, passed by Santa Barbara. I was like, hey, Sean Fisher. I was like, <laughs> where you at? Hey, yo, go leader. 
Santa oh, Barbara, Dios. and then we went through like nat like national forest type shit. And dude, Santa Rosa, man, it's like an hour uh, past San Francisco. And uh, yes, I was in the yeah yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah, dude. Did you enjoy it? Welcome to the new hometown. Was it? You're kind of seeing like a friend of the pod, Xander's hometown through his eyes. You kind of like. Mm -hmm. Let me show you my Santa Rosa. Maybe not everyone can show you the same one. So was it a was it a good time? I saw some pool hall footage. You guys yeah. tearing it up, tearing up the so felt. We uh, we definitely uh, enjoyed our time there. He was uh, you know getting back in touch with old friends, uh, taking me around. Uh, his little brother drives a Mustang GT 5.0, so we were Damn. just going through this kind like place beyond the pines, like just a bunch of big trees and you're just going through these windy roads and on your left there's people's like you know just land and it's just for people that are in you know live in southern california and la understand you know we're suburbs we're a big city there's not a lot of that here mm -hmm. and to be able to get out and, and get some good oxygen fresh air dude doesn't the like air hit so different in like a place with a lot of trees every time i'm in norcal or like oregon or something i'm like i just breathe easier yeah I mean, it's and it's so just nice. it's true because of all the trees that are just giving off that good oxygen and no pollution, you know, diluting that good shit. So it's like <laughs> straight up, no homo. I fucking love trees, dude. Dude, trees are my shit. Trees are actually kind of sick. I found a good, I found a new admiration of trees when I was up there. But <laughs> overall, dude, it was nice to be with Xander's family and and breaking bread with them and getting to know his little brother more and just seeing how you know, where he comes from. Cause the first time we went, it was just to pick up the rest of his stuff and just dip it. He skips, yeah. you know, um, but it's this time we had some time, you know, to, to enjoy the good, the good old, I, I, you would, I think you could count it the Pacific West. Mm -hmm. I think Pacific West is, uh, everything, uh, North and then you go Oregon and then Washington. That's all wow. like Pacific West, which very is cool, man. very green and stuff like that. Very trees, a lot of trees, but yeah, dude, I enjoyed it, man. I I uh I had a good time. What about you though, dude? Did you you were down here pre Thanksgiving? You here a couple K picked you up, right? Yeah, uh, yeah. Kenna was nice enough to pick me me up from the from LAX. He you know braved the hellish traffic and got me in and out of there. And then in there turn, I got him in and out down there, huh? Dude, always it's crazy. I mean, yo, once this airport's up and running, it's gonna be sick. But you know. It, uh, <laughs> But no, he he picked me up and I got him some In and Out grilled cheese or like a double double or something to pay him back. It was very nice. Um, but yeah, I was coming from Tahoe. I had that wedding that's been much talked about before that, and that was a great time. I had my like own hotel room. It was a very grown up experience, just checking into wow. my own shit and like tossing my bag down. Like, yeah, this is my room. I can come and go as I please. I hit the casino a little Wait, bit. What? You could what? Go and please. <laughs> I can I can come and then just keep coming nice nice in your own room i'm uh danny mcbride and, and this is the other i've been dropping loads all over this place franco but yeah it was fun uh hit the casino a little bit won some money lost more money but had a good time the wedding was beautiful it was this big indian wedding which is an experience i've never had before but they do like hmm. it was like a two-hour ceremony and there's like 17 steps there's this like 17 step itinerary for all these like symbolic events that through the course of the ceremony is like what you know I guess makes these two a married couple and they like tie knots on each other's wrists. They put on rings. They like drop five married women, drop grains in a bowl of sand, like all this kind of symbolism. They go and point at a star outside. It was, oh, wow. it was really cool to see. Um, and there's a ton of music and a ton of dancing. I mean, no expense was spared, honestly, like the open bar and a reception 
and the party started early and went late and it was it was a great time so made some new friends some old ones jeremy appreciated that open bar i i i'm proud to say that i was drinking with a new friend i made at the wedding and he was saying he never had a martini before i i introduced him to the gin martini and so that alone made the weekend a success wow putting people on huh the man was a known prodigious drinker, uh, but he never, he's like, what is that? When I ordered, he's like, oh, it's a gin martini. He's like, that looks kind of cool. You know, I've never had one. It's like, she should, let's go back, my man. What are you waiting for? But yeah, it was, it was fun, man. It was a good time. And then, yeah, just been chilling at home since and catching up with uh, mostly the fam. Been a pretty, pretty local, local week, eating a ton of food. Whenever I come back for an extended period of time, I, I, I just eat everything in sight with the knowledge that, okay, no gym now. I don't have, I don't have access to a gym here. I'm going to eat it all. I'm storing this energy and this sustenance and this and this mass. And then once I get back to my home gym, game over, dude. It's game yeah, over. You're done. It's every day. It's two a days, my dude. Like Sylvester Stallone, get out of the picture, dude. Jeremy Lawrence <laughs> is in town. We is, you know. Rocky and Rocky Balboa can't even read, bro. I yeah. can read. Dude, yeah, because I see uh, Keenan, that is Jeremy's younger brother. Yeah, yeah. He, he eats so fucking good. <laughs> he he like goes to these five-star restaurants and i'm like what the like okay Dude, bro, that's like... what's been kind of interesting because he's a guy so he works in the industry right he's a bar back at a pretty nice restaurant in irvine and Which he... i went to so i could abide by it's oh yeah good. i forgot about that yeah oh man next time you're back in town if he happens to be on shift we should go back he loves hooking it up but this come this is like so he's a real industry guy now so every mm-hmm. time we go to a restaurant or we're thinking of somewhere to go he's like oh i know my friend works here or my friend works here they can hook it up. Let's go. I know the bartender. I know the doorman, whatever. He's so like entrenched in the in the industry now. Yeah, it comes with some perks. So yeah, we've been eating and he, you know, I, I visit and, and my other brother visits as well. And we're he's happy to take us out and we all have a good time and usually get some pretty fatty discounts. And we even go to hit we went to his bar a couple nights ago and a regular there is this, they call him the judge. Keenan doesn't know his real name, but he's the judge and he's a retired judge from the San Clemente kind of San Diego area or something. He was there with his wife, who was also a retired public defender. Um, and, you know, they're, they're like old law people. And it came to pass that like I was Keenan's brother and she asked, she was like asking me, my brother, to dance because she her husband has a bad hip. So I spent half the night dancing, dancing the night away with like a 70 year old. 70 year old retiree and uh wow. tearing it tearing it up on the dance floor to a live band at Biztango in Irvine. I was like putting wow. this in, it happened in such a way like the the manager was like because we know the manager there also he's a cool guy and he was like listen guys there's a lady over there and she was like who are your you know he kind of was the middleman and she was like should I ask them to dance and he was like yeah go for it ask him to dance and so she came over and asked us to dance and you can't really? say no you can't say no when a girl asks you to dance you know that sounds like a fun time, dude. Like memories to be always remembered, especially with the, with the two brothers um, at a at a fancy restaurant, being able to dance. With, yeah, uh, we're saying ladies. yes to life, you know, when I'm, when I'm home. That's the one thing I I, I would say a, a big takeaway from the trip up north was me and Xander were just like, dude, whether it's like just going to like two hours away from L.A., hopping on the whip and just going somewhere, like we need to do a little bit more of that. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have to be crazy. We don't have to plan these, you know, oh, trip to Italy, you know, like, you know, <laughs> get an itinerary ready. It's just girls spring break, to... bitches. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Getting out there and just enjoying and literally saying yes to life. Like, that's a good phrase to to put it down is yes to life. Like, just saying yes to whatever comes in and try not to be like, oh, well, I got work the next day and all. Well, hey, man, 
would you rather be tired at work a little bit and then had a great, you know, time the day before or just stay at home and end up doing nothing and then the cycle continues, right? Yeah, no, that's a good, I think that's a good way to look at it. And you're making a, yeah, have it, taking these little trips is is saying yes to life and getting out of the routine that you're so used to. It kind of reminds you that there is a lot of life to live. A lot of fun yeah. stuff happening out there and it's easy to be a part of if you just, just say yes. Just say yes to drugs, kids. Please say yes to the shrooms. I guarantee you, you you'll end up seeing <laughs> uh, your, your favorite childhood band oh, and man. it'll be a great time, you know? You may cry just a little bit, just hey, a just, little bit. Sad. And you might freak out when you're on your way to the bathroom, but it's it's okay. <laughs> it's okay. But just remember, put your hand on the wall, find a solid surface, and hang on, buddy. There you go, dude. Just ask for some water, and you'll be fine. <laughs> um, is that is that your first tattoo? Yes to life. I dude, it, I I'm already writing it down. I'm sketching it out. I'm gonna go to the tattoo shop today <laughs> and get yes to life. Oh man, so you've been working since you've been back? You staying busy? Yeah, we've been working. We've been working at the, you know, the retail, the nine to five. Yeah, tis the season, man. Back to the gym, working, and then just prepping for uh, acting class, which is every Thursday now. Um, Hell yeah. That's why, dude, I wish I would be, go thrifting with you guys, or uh, hopefully maybe next week, maybe we make some, I make some time to, to go down, or if there's a day where I could get off early or if i'm you know then head over to costa mesa maybe me and you could just have a go to a bar on a weekday and just are you asking me out on a date right now caesar um no, the answer's go. yes. Bye. um sorry that's my my mom's calling i gotta i gotta go no nah, dude yeah that uh, sounds that sounds lovely i'm out of here on saturday um so the answer is saturday? yes yeah the answer is yes to the date um but yeah i'm leaving this saturday but then i'm coming back in two weeks for for christmas new year's all right so we'll we'll find some time i always always got 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 time for my homies um but yeah this one was pretty quick this one was like just under two weeks considering the wedding and everything but next trip will be a little longer so get some time in man i have been thinking like you were saying about the little trips and stuff i would love to do like maybe i mean january i know is kind of cold around but you know there's always like trips to like joshua tree or just like somewhere out out there like yosemite or something just get like a weekend away with some homies like dude that's fun Okay, even if it's like cold as shit, you know, we'll fucking pack up like it's like no other. We can like, cuddle. We can cuddle. Watch an episode of Bear Grylls and you're set. Dude. <laughs> I am a survival tactic uh, specialist. I know. <laughs> I know how to drink my own point? piss. It's okay. It's not poisonous. We 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 do got to make some time. I just um fucking full time five days a week, and then then those two extra days you have off, you're just like prepping for class and like I think yeah. as we I, honestly, it's just we. But the, we're still hella young. Don't get me wrong, but we are in that phase of adulthood where it's like there's these things where yeah, we'd be able to hang out the first three summers out of high school. We'd be able to like link up easily, you know, like oh, oh yeah, like, yeah. I'm I'm here. I'm still in Costa Mesa, but ever since mm-hmm. the move, and there's so many pieces where it's like damn, like life. I mean, yeah, life happens, man. And uh, now is the time to grind. You know, I was talking to someone else about this who's our age and just about like work and putting in the time now. Like now is the time to put put in the work and then reap the benefits later you don't you don't want to hit like 35 40 50 and realize damn i have i haven't put myself in a good place i haven't done the work i still got yeah. a long, long ways to go and because we're young and have the energy and you know the resources more or less we can scrape along so now's the time to grind and that's just what it is you know people move away they get they follow their own little their little destinies etc and uh but we make time you know i saw you last time i was here and i haven't even seen i've only seen canada when you at the airport so you know just friends friends come and go and in terms of schedules and stuff so but we always make time for the important ones right we we chat yeah, we chat every other week we see each other when we can and and that's what makes it work 
yeah, this pod does honestly like overall it's nice to talk about stuff and and, and you know create conversation and, and bounce ideas off each other but i honestly have appreciated it just because i get to see you guys like on a daily basis which is cool stay connected like i think that's super important like you know we have our core group of friends but you know everybody does things but it's nice to stay connected with you and Kay because um, yeah man shoot i mean it's it's hard when you're figuring things out on your own and especially as the careers that we chose but i mean life carries on dude and you honestly like you said say yes to life the rest whatever dude you know i think we got the thesis for this episode say yes to life let's let's roll with that one and then thrifting <laughs> good stuff and shopping yeah tune into part two once this gets edited and smash cutted together uh yeah well was, i hope i can find some good stuff i'm not looking for anything in particular but you know, say yes to life, bro. See what see what life throws at me. What, I'm gonna, what time are you guys going to uh, on Thursday? Uh, unconfirmed. Probably early afternoon. If you guys uh, end up going early afternoon, I know Old Town Tustin is nearby the Orange Circle. I have a recommendation. Go to White Sparrow Coffee in okay. Old Town Tustin. Got it. Um, it was my buddy Alex that I used to work with at my old at the old location uh, in Newport, and he always talked about he wanted to do a coffee shop, and the next thing you know, he 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 quit our the job that we where we met started you know with a small booth and started at like these food uh, events and he would have his little like cart there of this espresso oh, machine whipping it out and then it turned into like having that cart in a bookstore in old town tustin and moved to finally getting a lease on a place and now he has a full-blown coffee shop it's super nice um wow. they overtook a barber shop that was there for like 50 years in old town tustin it was okay. an old shop. But White Sparrow, they, you say? It's called White Sparrow Coffee. I guarantee, like, that guy, like, he just didn't want to do a coffee shop because it's, oh, he's it's cool to, like, I don't know. Like, I don't know. It, he he loves coffee with a passion. Like, nice. he he tastes his own product. He he, he makes sure everything is, goes under his wing first. And then, so, yeah. I love a passionate bean coffee. roaster. Yeah, man. I'll check it out. You, you'll have a good time if you're in Old Town Tustin. Stop by. If you see Alex, he has glasses. Tell him Caesar Cota says, what's up, man? I haven't seen him in a while. Alex at White Sparrow Coffee. I'm coming for you. He's giving me your meanest latte. Good to talk to you, man. I mean, you know, won't be seeing you this trip, but this is, I'll take what I can get. And yeah. always, always happy to, happy to chat and see you. But yeah, shoot, uh, let's text and let's stay in touch, man. Let's just stay in touch. Let's just keep it, keep it within this orange circle, bro. <laughs> all right, man. Good, good potting as always. Take care of yourself. Enjoy the rest of your evening then, all right? Will do, brother. You do the same, okay? Tell Cassie right. what's up. Yeah, for sure. All right, man. Peace out. So, yeah, you're just going to want to lean in whenever. Hello? Take one. Part two, take one of... Uh... 8FS episode 32. Um, Ken and Jeremy here. This is the one West Coast pod we're getting in this trip. Listeners who have got this far in the episode will have already heard me talk to Caesar, and we'll probably talk about none of the same things. <laughs> so, but yeah, happy we got to, glad we're getting this one in anyway, you know, as yeah. in person as possible. This is in person, by the way. It's good to be in person. It's, uh, it's, it's cool. I, it's a different vibe for sure. And, um, the electricity in the air. Yeah. It's Madison some, Square Garden in here. I can't put my finger on it, but it's just, feels good i can put my finger on you man. yeah yeah so um yeah we just had a pretty successful day of thrifting i have to say yeah. man that was pretty good 
solid finds that's for sure um yeah that was my first time going to the orange circle to do that yeah um i've been for like eating purposes only but um you can't eat the thrift clothes man no no you can't eat them but they did have candy there and i was like yeah isn't that kind of weird in the basement of the orange circle antique mall they got like a 50 cent vending machine and then a scale and some soda that looks like dude well one they're selling soda from 1923 which is wild and then also you can buy regular soda. But yeah, the fact that you can buy soda from 23, would you buy it? Would you drink it? It was only five, like I, five bucks. It was, it was interesting for sure. And like, you know, how did they know it was from 30 or 22 or <laughs> 23? True. But yeah. um, part of me would love to try it. But another part of me just thinks I'm going to get sick. from. <laughs> like, I don't know. Maybe. Does cocaine go bad? Yeah. Does it go bad? Probably. Listeners at home, someone write in and tell us if cocaine expires. Probably a shelf life on that for sure. <laughs> yeah. Inspired by 50 years. Of <laughs> personal interest. Um, but yeah, what'd you think overall of the the thrifting? They run deep there. I mean, you know, those, we yeah. only went to two of them, and, and one of them was dual, dual storied and kind of a maze, top and bottom. Yeah, and, and that's kind of what a, like, my idea of thrifting typically is, uh, you know, like Buffalo Exchange and like Second Street over at the camp. Um, yeah. And those are kind of like the most... Uh, crossroads too um like different places like that but i've never quite been into like an antique mall in a mm. sense of like they have cool thrift finds but then they also have like random you know you so can buy glassware shit. and yeah it's it's very beanie interesting babies. beanie babies 50 cents on the dollar you can't it, find a better deal it's odd but it i i really like the environment and um it definitely had more of a feeling of like wow there's probably some really cool stuff here but you just got to find it because mm-hmm. like in Buffalo, you know, they just have racks and you just got to look through the racks and that's pretty much it. Yeah. But here it's like there's random shit on the ground, like in the corner. <laughs> like when's the last time anyone's looked through this, you know? Probably so. the only things that aren't for sale is if it has a not for sale sign on it that someone mm-hmm. put down. Otherwise, you could probably make an offer on anything, there, yeah. you know, which is kind of funny. And yeah, we were in that one dark corner that seemed like a shed and you were like, wow. And then you asked me about finding stuff like finding gems and like mm-hmm. who, who you know buys and finds these things and yeah it's true like there's a pillow in the section of books i was like what if you like that pillow you could just reach in and like yeah i'll take this pillow <laughs> yeah. I guess. but yeah it's kind of interesting i think the antique mall is more indicative of like the small town it's like old small town stuff yeah i don't i can't think of one in costa mesa and so yeah costa mesa kind of leans into the more like the goodwills and the mm-hmm. kind of organized clothing things but yeah it's kind of a cool experience you never know what you're going to find and then pricing wise i mean inflation alone has gotten everything through the roof but you can find some gems at 16 dollar jacket yeah no are you kidding me 16 bucks for a 16, sick thrifted jacket i know and it's uh that's wild and it's very good for like you know matching purposes because it's like it's one of those things where oh 16 bucks for a color that i don't have and a jacket that fits me that has like a cool random it's 13 year old all-stars 1982 <laughs> yeah. like i don't know what the fuck that means but uh it looks cool and it's kind of funny so um yeah it's one of those places where you know it just takes some looking and digging uh, do the work yeah and uh, it definitely came off too as like um more personal personal items rather than like this person just unloaded a whole bag at uh buffalo exchange and like they picked a few like yeah some of these felt like oh someone you know owns this corner of the shop and like they're yeah there's a little more curation mm-hmm, like definitely. per per cubicle curation yeah, and per can... capita curation is solid. Is solid. Yeah, and then there's like a random like little room that looks like psychedelic that has like posters and like yeah. that kind of thing. So, um, and then it... there's one that's just like Russian nesting dolls. Or yeah, something. yeah, <laughs> just like... odd things, but really cool finds for yeah. sure. And it's like, oh yeah, I 
I wouldn't buy glassware here. I'd buy, you know, yeah. this set of, you know, daisy cups that don't have a price on them. But you're looking like, to furnish yeah. a place. Yeah, you got you got some good options there. Yeah, rather than like my ideas, freaking either looking on Amazon or going to IKEA. IKEA. Yes, yeah. IKEA's fucking the holy grail. So <laughs> you can't beat IKEA. Honestly, no. I got to get a bookshelf from there. I think. Was there anything you saw today that you wish you could have got? Mm. Any 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 ones that got away? I wouldn't necessarily say it got away, but there were at that second place we went. It was oh like, joyrides, joyrides yeah. Orange County. Check it out if anyone's joyrides. Yeah, I got a trucker hat there, and then uh, um, they had a really cool bolo tie that I was like, ah, mm. you know, oh, if, if it was if it was ten dollars cheaper, if it's twenty six, I'd be like, you know, that was a thirty six dollar bolo tie. Yeah, hey. and that was a cheap one. Damn. <laughs> so. Um, yeah, I was, I was peeping their belt buckles and they had a lot of, I mean, I don't know if any of them actually spoke to me. I don't know if I would have bought any, mm-hmm. um, but price wise, they were all over like $40 and yeah. the one I liked the most was 75. Yes. I was like, oh, I mean, to hold my pants up, I'm doing that already. I, know. I don't know. But yeah, the jacket I got there, I think, thank you, by the way, sincerely for talking me through that. Yeah. You know, I always get, there's those moments when you're in a shop. I kind of had one earlier today too. I was doing some Christmas shopping. At the camp, I was at, um, you know, Seeds People Market. Yeah. And I think, first of all, great spot for gifts. And I was, like, going through this kind of crisis of, like, I found, like, five or six different good things I was looking for my my girlfriend. And it's like, I don't know which one to get. Like, I don't know what mm-hmm. direction to go. And I was like, yeah. I was there for a lot longer than I probably should have been, just kind of rotating from one item to the next, kind of looking at one, yeah. going back to the other. You're just, like you know changing and of course the one i wanted at. the most was the most expensive and i was like uh oh, do i want to drop this right now yeah but i think it went it ended up good i think i like what i got but yeah it's like having you there to talk me through the process of getting this pretty sick jacket yeah i have to say it's very cool and like we kind of got similar items with the pants i ended up getting oh um, yeah matching tops and bottoms yeah so you know we might pull that out one day and just like <laughs> not tell me (laughs) if we stand at the right angle it'll look like we're one perfect we're one complete uniform that'd be pretty dope yeah and i think um you know it always helps to have uh, just some a different perspective even if you have the same perspective it's like it's nice to hear it from someone else and be like oh yeah you know like i could see this working for a lot of things and like you know just kind of um reassuring you like yeah it does look good and yeah you know that was maybe there are some things that need fixing but with like when are you going to come across this item like this at, you know, the price you got it for? You exactly. know, it's like you can you can figure it out later. That's true. I probably won't be able to find that jacket of that quality and the cut and the everything mm-hmm. like for that price ever again. Yeah. So. And like most of the um, damage is on the inside. So it's Internal like, damage. yeah, it's like <laughs> if you do wear it too and like say you just wanted to wear it because you're going somewhere and like it'd be perfect. Yeah. It's like you could still put it on and like no one would know that it's messed up. I want you to try and put your arms through the sleeves, though, because it's fucking crazy. It's like, uh, it's like you know, those like those like graphs or those shapes that are like impossible shapes. Yeah. And the outside is somehow the inside. Putting my arm through that like sleeve, I was like, there's no way. Like, I'm you have somehow... to like twist and close your fist. It, it looks like, yeah, it doesn't make any sense. Like, I was looking and I was like, what the fuck? Like, how do I get my arm in there? And I had to like put, I had to like open it up, put one arm in, and then like as best I could, like twist and put yeah. it in the other way. Some, it was very awkward. Sometimes jackets can be a little difficult, like especially if they're really like a close fit uh-huh. and like oh yeah, yeah it's kind of tight. You they, have no you have to room. like you got to once you get your arm in there and you put it on, you're like oh, okay, like this works. But you have to like put both arms above your head and have someone drop it on top. I of you. know there's there's certain items of clothing where it's like I almost need to be undressed by someone because <laughs> there's no way I'm getting this off myself. <laughs> Babe, take just take the pants yeah, off, please. <laughs> 
take it off me. I need to get in my harness now to put my jeans on. <laughs> yeah, that, that that's too real sometimes. But I think we I, I like the pieces we got. The Coca-Cola thing. I feel like I've had an affinity for Coca-Cola merch for mm -hmm. a while now. And I've yeah. never had any. Maybe since like high school, I've always wanted something that said Coca-Cola. Yeah, and but the fact in, is a retro one. Exactly. In a retro vintage way, I think that's like, I don't know. Coke has been around for fucking ever. But like the vintage style and like the, you know... Like, I don't want to go to Target. You can go to Target right now and probably buy a shirt that says Coca-Cola on it. But it's yeah. like, it's not the same as finding, like, one from, you know, before 2000. Yeah. And you're just like, oh, this is red. It's it's just a cool find, mm -hmm. for sure. That reminds me, you were saying in the, in the thrift store about, like, what do people, like, the value difference between new stuff that is made to look old and, like, authentically old stuff. Mm -hmm. And we were saying, like, how, you know, people pay a lot for authenticity, which is true. But I also think the way they used to cut clothes is different. Yeah. And I feel like the cut of clothes, like, honestly, just as important as, like, mm -hmm. the look oh, of it. yeah, for sure. I think that was a sick logo or, like, be something super, like, it's a sick ringer tee and this really niche, funny-looking logo. But if it's, like, too baggy or too thin, like, I'm not going to wear it. I'm not going to buy it. Yeah. So, and I think the old clothes are just cut a little differently. And so I think when people, like, look for that, and that's why you have to try stuff on because, like, you never know how it's going to fit, but... If the, the old school cut is better, then I mm -hmm. think that's that's the value you can't replicate. Because I do think they cut clothes different now. Yeah, and I almost feel like it's a lot more, um, there's a term for this. It's where it's like you're you're selling to the masses. You're, you're not trying to like, it's not niche or it's not very specific. It's just, you know, a one size fits all kind of yeah, fit. Yeah. Um, and I think like back in the day, since these companies weren't so big, they kind of had more of like a, like like an audience they were really going for and like um all the old stuff is like hand stitched yeah, by a little man in italy or something exactly and they're made to fit on like a certain type of person almost because you know like levi's like that's like workman's clothes back in the day but now yeah you know it's like the the cuts you know sometimes they don't aren't <laughs> the, the 511 skinnies come yeah. on those didn't exist in <laughs> 1975 exactly so um i think yeah just like almost companies have gotten so big to the point where it's like they can't specialize into like Ooh, certain fits yeah they're just that's trying to point. you know get the most sales out of it yeah it's like uh they have to diversify for um, sure that reminds circling back to what i was going to say about the camp when you were we were talking about the curation per cubicle i wanted to just drop a drop a bomb on buffalo exchange i think their curation is kind of shitty really i don't know what you think um i think it's a really like I found some really cool shirts in there, like one with Larry David's face on it. Oh, and it I was just there says for that. Larry. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That was pretty okay. That one's gold. That, that one's good. See, it's like that's like one in every like two thousand. Yeah, though. Like, I would say like, I got a good jacket there one time, but I can't remember the last time. Like places like Landers and other more curated, like specific styles that they're um trying to offer there. I think they uh, do a better job at like, oh wow, I'm looking at one thing and then looking at the next and like. I all I want them all, but yeah. um, like they're, at Buffalo, they, it's like it could take an hour to look through everything, and you might find one thing if you're lucky. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like the buyers at Buffalo are just like kind of lame. <laughs> like the shit that they're picking, I'm like, I don't know, man. This is this is like a rip curl shirt that yeah. probably was released like five years ago. Yeah, like, yeah. why is this in the? I don't know. But yeah, Lander's Lander stuff is good. I think we've heralded their um their buyers before they do good work, and the price is it's reflected in the price tag. Yeah, it's uh you know. I'm not going to drop $100 for a shirt just because yeah. it's from 1982. One way to think about our shopping spree today, there's a couple guys talking about their shopping spree. Jesus Christ. <laughs> we uh, was basically, we bought whatever total our shit came to. It was probably equal to like 
one piece at Landers. Oh, easy. So easy. In that sense, we won. No, you know? for sure. And I, I definitely saw things at the second Joyride place that were cool and like potentially I would have got them at a cheaper price. But I was like happy enough with my other purchases there, like a trucker hat and um and what else did I get there? Yeah, what was shirt. Oh, uh, Misfit oh shirt. yeah, the Misfit shirt. Yeah, the Misfit Solid. shirt, eighteen bucks. I that you can't beat it just because it's a. That's even band cheaper tee. than a brand new tee, honestly. Yeah, like twenty five dollars. I feel like is the going rate for a band tee. I know. Yeah, so I was like, yeah, I, I'll, I'll spend eighteen bucks on a Misfit shirt. I need a new one anyways. But I was like, okay, like came out of there thirty two dollars, you know, and then the other yeah. one was seventy something. So it's like it evened out to about a hundred. Yeah. And I got four articles that. I enjoyed, I liked, and that diversified my, you know, wardrobe. I know. I wonder what our clothes are going to look like in, in a few years. I think if we were very discerning about our clothes and mm-hmm. we only pick, like, super sick items. Yeah. And, like, five years from now, our, our our shit would be pretty dope. Well, and I think... Um, pretty, pretty well dressed, <laughs> but, you know. That's definitely where I've been kind of leaning towards with, when it comes to my clothes and wardrobe and style in general. Um, I've definitely wanted to downsize. You know, because mm. I, I tend to have a lot of things that I can wear, but do I, I don't necessarily want to wear. Yeah. And um, I kind of look at it through the lens of like, oh, this would go perfect in this situation, but I'm not put in that situation very often. So mm. it's like, it's it, you know, it sits in there without me wearing it for like a year. And it's like, yeah. almost at that point, it's like, I would rather, you know, I feel like there's certain styles that I have in my closet that aren't necessarily my own style, but it's a style that I like that I could maybe, you know, fit in there, you know, like with like a polo or, you know, like stuff that I don't wear normally. You but could get the fit off. Yeah, ex- yeah, I could get the fit off, but I'm almost like I'd rather now have less clothes that are more specifically a style that I like and like are willing to wear, even if it doesn't match the vibe of the, you know, venue the we're event. going to. Yeah. Exactly, yeah. So up the Cheesecake Factory <laughs> in a like retro three-piece or something. Exactly, yeah, who cares? And um, Honestly, yeah, as long as I think like fashion-wise, like, I think comfort is the highest priority. I think like if you're comfortable yeah, in it, sure. you're going to feel good in it. Mm-hmm. And I think comfort is comfort equals confidence in a way. Yeah. Like if you feel good in something, you're going to like wear it confidently. And I think if you can wear something confidently, you could do it almost anywhere. Mm-hmm. And I think that's different than being comfortable, like wearing sweats and going to like a fancy place. Oh, and, for sure. But yeah, it's, uh, it's fun to dress up, dude. Normalized yeah. bros dressing up, man. No, and I think it's, um, I think it's cool to, you know, just enjoy what you're wearing. Like, I guess I've like I go to the gym and I have like specifically gym clothes and that's fine because you know I'm not. I gotta gonna, get more of those. I'm not. I'm not gonna wear like you know, like a fucking slacks and like <laughs> you know Doc Martens to the gym. But um, I think that like almost like anything outside of that, it's like I could have like comfort, like you know, literally sweats and like a, a throwover, or I could do something along the lines of like like when I was in, in the East Coast. It felt like I was, I don't know, I felt very East Coasty, like, in the way I was dressing, and I kind of liked it, um, mm. just with, like, a lot of layers, and... The East Coast is great for layering, man. Yeah, it... Perk of fat, perk in the fashion sense is that you're allowed to layer there. Yeah. You need to sometimes. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I think, like, I was wearing my freaking, my combat boot docks oh, over shit. there with some sweats, uh, a hoodie... And then a flannel over the hoodie. And, like, that's the most basic fucking, like, <laughs> yeah. outfit for a guy. But it, it felt so right. Like, I don't know how yeah, to explain dude, you feel it. Good. Yeah, you feel good in that because also you're dressing for the elements. Mm-hmm. And you can, like, to me, I think it's a fact. Like, I think layering, even though it's so simple, a jacket over a t-shirt, whatever, like, that's better than just a t-shirt. Yeah. Or even just a sweater. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like layering is the 
like the most basic style of it's like the first tenet of fashion oh it's like building yeah. a thing because you're putting one thing over the other mm -hmm. and yeah. like you know the colors and how they you know clash or yeah. they go well with each other the second oh. you throw that flannel over the hoodie you're like two steps ahead of some other chunk somewhere yeah. else. Yeah. So. And like, yeah, because like I had a black hoodie on with a black and green flannel and black sweats and black, like, I don't I've know. Seen a theme. It, it was All just right. like very color coordinated yeah. and I didn't quite choose that outfit before going, you know, like I, I put all those things in for different occasions, you know, just yeah. to stay warm, but it ended up working out to where I was like, hey, okay, I, f I feel cool. <laughs> I'm cool. Yeah. It's the power of fashion, man. I know, and, like, seeing the East Coast fashion, and, like, it really made me, um, like, uh, almost, like, certain staples. Like, I would see, in Maine, I, I saw a lot of the orange beanie, because it's almost like a hunter's thing. Oh, is that thing. what that was coming like, from? Like, like are a they Carhartt? Tell me if they're uh, Carhartt. I want a Carhartt one, but, no, they were, they were all kinds of stuff. Mm. Like, uh, one was, like, Fox, like, the, um, the motocross brand. Oh, yeah, yeah. And then another one was just the L.L. Bean. Oh, um, okay. And yeah, so like taking inspiration from places I've been and they're like, okay, you know, I never would have worn a freaking bright orange beanie before, but like now it's like, it doesn't necessarily have to match with everything you're wearing to look good. And I definitely think like there's certain instances where it's like, okay, like if I were to go camping, what would I wear? And like things like that. Camping the, core. <laughs> yeah. And just like, okay, like how can I incorporate in that to where I could wear outside of that as well? But all in all, I think I'm just trying to, you know, spruce the wardrobe up a bit while also downsizing. Yeah, it never hurts. Yeah, I think being selective about what you buy and wear is one thing because you could always buy like a ton of shit mm -hmm. and it could all be ugly or you could never wear it. Yeah. So I think like maybe taking more time to like actually sift through the items, be like, oh, I'm going to wear this or this is this is perfect. Mm -hmm. Like buying the perfect thing, it either has to be perfect or I don't buy it. Exactly. Um, not to hype up my own wardrobe too much. I gotta now. I gotta live up to my clothes, man. Damn. But yeah, um, post if anyone ever meets me in person, <laughs> fuck. If you see me at the Target in sweats and a white tee, no, you didn't. <laughs> but yeah, no, it's it's fun to have good clothes and it feels fun to fun to wear them. So I think we did. I think we did good work today, man. That was a successful haul. Oh, for sure. Yeah. That was, How does that feel? Ripping through twenty easy. minutes. I know, right? Wow, it's so easy. <laughs> Yeah. All right. Well, that's the end of part two. Um, so, Thanks for joining us. Yeah. Happy listening. And uh, I guess I'll be talking to the East Coast folks when I'm back. Yeah. And next time I'm going to put a memo out to get us all in person. Maybe okay. We can just go to L.A. Fuck it. Yeah. Crash at Caesar's place and chat it up in his in his pad. No. Yeah. Well, we'll get that um, the two mics set up over here. We'll right? figure it out. Yeah. We'll figure that shit out. By God, we'll figure it out. <laughs> no more echoes. <laughs> Uh, have a good, what's today? Have a good weekend. It's today. Thursday. Thursday. Oh, well, tomorrow. Good day to you. Alright. So, see
Wanna shine?